Hi, welcome to James Miller Lifeology, where you learn to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. My name is James Miller. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a composer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's get started. If you're anything like me, your health is very important to you. I know you listen to the show for tips to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Well, I have some great news for you. James Miller Lifeology has partnered with BioOptimizers Nutrition. As an avid nutrition and exercise enthusiast, I thought I knew a lot. But after taking a 12-week health course BioOptimizers offers and implementing their supplements, I noticed a huge difference in my energy and my digestive tract. Since you're a listener of Lifeology Radio, BioOptimizers is offering you the same 12-week course absolutely free. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash supplements to take this free course. Here is a sample of what you'd learn. How to get 70% more energy in 30 seconds or less. The ultimate key to high performance, health, and longevity. How to turn the tide against uncontrollable food cravings. How to select the most powerful supplements for you. How to stay lean and trim without sacrifice. The simplest and fastest way to detoxification and great skin. And much, much more. To get access to this awesome health course, simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash supplements and sign up today. Once again, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash supplements or simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to help you be the project manager of your life. I'll also be interviewing entrepreneur SD Rand, who shares how she successfully juggles being a business owner and a parent. For more information about SD, please visit sdrand.com. That's E S T I E R A N D.com. I have some exciting news. Did you know that I'm on the radio three times a week? You may hear me on the same station on Tuesdays at 1.30 p.m., Fridays at 9.30 a.m., and Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. You may also hear me anytime on iHeartRadio as well as on all the other major podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many others. Simply search for the show name, James Miller Lifeology. Are you struggling today to find your purpose? Has mediocrity set in and you can't imagine doing the same thing for the rest of your life? Are your relationships struggling or you aren't sure how to make long lasting changes in your life? Then today, contact me, James Miller. I will help you recognize the areas in your life that are going really well. And then we'll look at the areas in which you are struggling. We will create actionable solutions to help you create long lasting changes in your life. You don't have to do this alone. Go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out the form and it will be sent directly to me. Don't let another day go by without finding your way. Your change can start today. Once again, go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out that form to get started today. Being the project manager of your life. Usually when we think of a project manager, we think of business. And in that, the business, and in that, the project manager manages all elements of a business deal. And yes, that's true. But let's think about that in our personal life. Many of us are very good at managing certain elements of our life. For example, our time, waking up at a certain time to get ready for work and then to be at work on time. That is managing your time. Other people are really good at managing their workouts, their finances, their hobbies, their meals. But when we look at this in a broader spectrum, sometimes it's difficult for people to manage all areas of their life. And one of the great things about this show, it really helps people find tools and techniques to simplify and transform their spirit, mind, and body. The reason for this lesson today is it's really important for each of us to realize life doesn't have to be complicated. I know so many times people want to do many things, but unfortunately, they're not able to manage their time or not able to manage their priorities. One of my first shows that I did, and even an article that I wrote, was talking about the roles that we play. Many times we merge multiple roles together 
And unfortunately, we're not as focused as we could be, or we're not as expeditious as we could be. In other words, we are not able to accomplish the goal like we thought we could. When we really analyze what our priorities are, it helps us focus on what our specific role is. So right now, I'm on the radio. My role is to be a radio host. And in that, I'm going to focus specifically on the theme on which I'm discussing. And I'm not going to be thinking about my workout, or I'm not going to be thinking about what I'm going to eat. When we can really focus on the specific role that we're playing in the moment and what our objective is, it helps us really manage our time and really manage what our goals are. You're going to hear a great interview today with Esty Rand, who talks about how she manages her own business as well as being a successful parent. Many times we think we have to do one or the other, but that's not the case at all. The priorities that we have determine the focus that we have. If I bring too many things together in my life, I'm not going to be as focused as I could be. If I'm thinking about my hobbies while I'm talking to a friend who's going through something, well, I'm not going to be a very successful friend. If I'm looking at the broader picture of wanting to be, for example, a psychotherapist, but I'm focusing all my time and energy at the gym, well, the reality is I'm not going to be successful at what I wanted to do. When we can slow everything down and look at what our objective is, sometimes we'll realize that we're doing too many things at one time. Really identify what your objective is. Or in other words, what is the job description of what you're doing right now? For example, think of your day. Each thing that you do, are you fully committed and fully focused on the task at hand? Did you realize that less than 2% of people can actually multitask? I know you're thinking, well, I'm one of those 2%. The reality is you're probably not, just like I'm not. The way they measured multitasking was efficacy. In other words, how efficient are you in doing two things at once or doing multiple things at once versus how efficient are you at doing one thing at one time? So that's why there's less than 2% of people who are truly able to multitask. So if that's the case, if we multitask the different things that we do or the goals that we have, unfortunately, we're not going to be as successful as possible. That's why it's so important to be the project manager of your life and to look at your priorities. In this moment, this is what I'm going to do. In this moment, this is my role. And another way to look at that is the role that I'm playing, what is a job description that I'm supposed to do? The more focused you are in each element of your life, the more successful you'll be and the more you'll be able to accomplish things much more quickly than you thought. So my challenge for you today is this. In everything you do, ask yourself, what is my role? Or in other words, what's the job description of what I'm doing right now? And am I focusing 100% of my attention on that particular thing? And if you find that your concentration's wavering or you find that you allow other things to influence you or to distract you, unfortunately, you're not going to be as successful as you'd like. So the broader spectrum of this, the more you're able to prioritize and only focus on one thing at one time, the more successful you'll be in accomplishing all of your goals. Be the project manager of your life. Did you know I have a YouTube channel? That's actually how Lifeology started. I have well over 155 episodes that I've created specifically for you. I do know that many people struggle with listening to a full 30-minute show. So these episodes are about three minutes long. Each episode will give you a practical tool or technique that you can practice daily to help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Simply go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com, or go to YouTube and search for my name, James Miller Lifeology. 
My guest today is Esty Rand, who is not your average business coach. This mom of five guides business owners ranging from multimillionaires to freelancers on how to earn more money with less headache. A marketing maven who hacked the code of closing five-figure deals using social media. She's here today to inspire us and to help each one of us realize that you don't have to pick family over being an entrepreneur. Welcome to my show, Esty. Thank you so much. James, I'm really excited to be here. I am excited as well. You and I randomly met, even though it's not, there's really no such thing as randomness, but you and I met and it was, seemed like it was a great fit. So I'm really looking forward to having you be on my show today. Thank you. I'm, I'm really excited to be here. Awesome. Did you always know that you wanted to be an entrepreneur? I did not. I started out that way. Uh-huh. I ran my first business when I was 10 and oh then I, I did it during high school. I ran businesses all throughout my life, but I really always wanted someone else to pay my salary so that I wouldn't have oh, to worry really? about it. Yeah. I mean, there definitely is. I mean, there's something to say about having that security. I mean, I know a lot of people who want to set their own schedule, but that security of having a nine to five always has stopped many people from being an entrepreneur. Totally. So how did, so did you even realize though that that was an entrepreneur aspect that you had as a little kid? Um, no, I just, I think I just wanted money and I've always, (laughs) I've always looked at it as like, I have things to offer the world. If I can get them to pay for it, I get money. Everybody wins. Win, win. I like that. (laughs) What did you go to school for? I went to school for marketing. Actually, I minored in advertising and communications. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, obviously that works for you today. Yeah, definitely gave me a perfect head start for what I'm doing now. And I think I've always been a sales personality. I actually have when I was, I think maybe seven, eight. Uh, I don't remember the story. My grandmother told it to me. She said we were in a flea market somewhere in Miami. And I go to the guy and they were selling these sunglasses for, you know, $7. And I go to the guy, hey, you know, I've only got a dollar. Is there any way I can get it for a dollar? And he was like, oh, what a cute kid. And then I pull out a five. <laughs> That's hysterical. Yeah. So it seems it was just, you know, inborn. <laughs> That's funny. Obviously, he had to go with what he said. That's good. That was a really good thing. <laughs> yeah. What did you strike out on your own afterwards? So I struck out on my own back in like 2011 uh-huh. because the company I was working for hired a middle manager who basically said to me, you are my new secretary. Oh, and I was like, no, I'm, I'm the CIO. I've got a whole team of people. I manage like, you know, this department. He's like, nope, your team is my team. You're my new secretary. And he made my life absolutely miserable. And uh, so really the truth of it is, and this, I don't tell everybody, um, it was, it was intensifying, intensifying. Mm-hmm. And uh, one night, so bedtime prayers with my children is sacred time for yes. me. Right. And part of, you know, being able to have a family and have a career to me is that you really got to compartmentalize and certain things are sacred and bedtime prayers were sacred time. I never took work calls. I wouldn't be, you know, in those days, smartphones were still in their infancy, but Mm -hmm. even on, I wouldn't even be on my cell phone, really dedicated. And as the conflicts at work were intensifying and the politics with all the coworkers and everything with this new guy in, I'm in the middle of bedtime prayers with my kids. And the phone rings and I answer it. Oh, and I've gosh, never wow. done that. And my husband comes into the room and he looks at me. He said, you've never done that before. I said, you're right. He said, you're quitting tonight. Yeah. And I quit. Wow. Wow. Well, I'm glad your husband was there to really shed light on that. Because obviously you didn't realize, I mean, it's blurring those worlds, especially when it's sacred time like that. We definitely need to have some accountability there. Totally. And, and he was so right. And it, it wasn't like a, you know, you have to, it was like a, this is ours and your value system. And this is what this job is doing to you now. It's not what you want. Yeah. 
How did you go from the CIO though? I mean, obviously that's a really high level position to being merged into or just called a secretary. I mean, that logically, <laughs> that does not make sense to me. So there was no like official position switch. It was much more that he just wouldn't let me do my job. Like I was supposed to fly out to Argentina. He's like, nope, I canceled your flight. I'm taking it. And because wow. he was put in, it was a, a nonprofit and you know, anyone who's worked a nonprofit sure. knows they don't really run themselves. They're really run by their board of directors <laughs> yes, and their true. donors. Um, and because he was brought in by the donors, there was nothing anyone could really say to him. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So when you made this decision, because it's a very powerful, big decision, I mean, you're obviously the CEO of a company, you were really invested in there. How was it for you after you decided to quit? Oh my gosh, I was terrified and miserable. Yeah. It was terrible. I remember I had one of these inspirational calendars, one of these like peel off page a day ones. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of them said something like, you know, the difficulties and the dark moments are just the beginning of the dawn. And I remember being like, yeah, but no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little, yeah, that's a little canned speech there that doesn't yeah, really work I, in the moment. Yeah, but I still hung them on my wall. I would <laughs> yeah. hang them on my wall, all these like little inspirational quotes. But I was, I was terrified. Yeah. You know, I, we had a family. I had three children at the time. My income was a very big part of what we lived mm -hmm. on. And uh, I did not know what I was going to do at all. So what'd you end up doing? So I actually first took on three different jobs. I had this little pipe dream of doing my own thing. Mm -hmm. And that really had started a couple years before when the company that I worked for hired a consulting firm. So the company I worked for had a bit of a low glass ceiling. I kept bumping my head on it. And I would tell the higher ups what I thought needed to be done. And they did not always listen. And then they hired this consulting firm, paid them triple what they were paying me oh and took gosh. their advice. And oh. I'm like, I'm in wrong line of work. Yeah, Why am yeah. I not Consultants doing that? Consultants make a lot more. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, for me, it was almost more important that they got listened to. Mm. Yeah. You know, no, I just. A lot of validation the there. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 And then, and also they were wrong. Like I was smarter. I was like, mm -hmm. I could do this better and make more money and be taken seriously. I got to do that. So when I left the job, that was, I guess had been simmering for a while. So I had this little dream. So I'm going to try to do consulting, small business consulting, because it was the beginning of the small business boom. And I'm watching all these people and like, you know, their sister, brother's dog walker, try to get their own business <laughs> off the ground. And uh, I was, you know, I'm like, I can help you. I had this natural business talent, I guess, you know, mm -hmm. from when I was a kid, my business was profitable. I was calculating cost of goods sold at 10 years old. That's like awesome. I knew what I was doing and I'm watching people <laughs> and I'm watching, and I'm seeing ads sometimes in the local weekly. I'm like, that was such a waste of money. <laughs> That's awesome. Like I just know, I like, I would know it went nowhere. And uh, so that was one thing. And then I took on two other jobs because I didn't feel that I could rely on trying to launch my own thing mm -hmm. when I had family to, to yeah. help support. So I worked for MMA Global, which is the Mobile Marketing Association. It's an international trade association. And that was great because that got me really up to date with all of the latest marketing trends. Oh, great. Okay. And I also took a job at a business brokerage firm and realized that I do not like brokerage at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it takes a certain skill set for that one. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you need when you if you're going to do brokerage, I think you need to be able to work without direct remuneration for your efforts mm -hmm. because you can work for like months and months on a deal and have the whole thing fall through in like three hours, yeah. you know, yeah. earn a huge amount. And that actually didn't work for me at all. Like I need to know that when I work, I get paid. Mm hmm. No, I totally understand that. I have a lot of friends in the brokerage field and I, it is not for me <laughs> at all. I'm the yeah, same way as you. It takes a certain personality. Yeah. You need it. And it's not just the hustle. That doesn't bother me, but it's really that 
that direct reward mm-hmm. system. But I learned how to evaluate businesses, which is a valuable tool I keep with me until today. And slowly my business started to grow. You know, I, I put an ad out there. This was great. I decided to launch it by saying I was going to do a workshop. And so I put an ad out in a local weekly, that same one where I saw other people's <laughs> wasted ads. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to do this business development workshop. I'm sure everyone's going to call. And I know every entrepreneur has like, you know, a similar experience to mine in the beginning where you're like, you know, you are bringing God's gift to the world with your new business center. I've been there before, yes. <laughs> yeah. And you put it out there and like, you know, crickets. Yes. Two people called. And I'm like, I cannot run a workshop for two people. That's much more embarrassing than not running it at all. <laughs> so I called them back and said, hey, so sorry. Um, you know, this is going to have to be rescheduled, but I'll let you know, you know, when it's going to be rescheduled for. Um, and then I just didn't run it. Here's the funny part. No one except those two people and me knew that I didn't run it. That's actually what helped my business take off. Cause I would meet oh. people locally and, Oh yeah, I see you're doing this business thing, consulting. What is that? And it, it didn't work, but it worked. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I tell people like, you don't know where it goes. Like advertise something like you're nervous. What if nobody shows up? What am I, if nobody shows up, then nobody knows. You reframe it. Nobody yes. shows up. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Like I've done all these businesses. Well, in, maybe in your mind or these, these different um, campaigns, but like I said, it's in your mind, but nobody has to know that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. How do you balance being a mother of five and also being a wife or a spouse? How do you balance that with this awesome company that you have? I don't sleep a lot. I have a very poor social life. No. Okay. So what it really is, I mean, that's actually true. Priorities, mm-hmm. compartmentalization. Yes. I think those are the two most important things and being willing to give up other things. You know, I don't, I don't have a very active social life. I just don't have time. Mm-hmm. You know, I spend a lot because I'll block out the afternoon hours for my children you know, when they're in school and even when I have younger, like I have non-school age children, they're still very young. I have a baby. Um, and uh, so during the day, though, they all have childcare. They're in babysitting or mm-hmm. playgroups. After school's out, that's sacred kid time. I yes. put my phone in a closet. I'm, I'm not nice. reachable from about four to eight. You can't get me. You have an emergency. Perfect. That's great. I'm not a cardiologist. Like, no. you don't need me. <laughs> you'll figure it out. Or you'll catch me in a couple hours. And uh, until they're in bed that's sacred kid time. And I I think a big important part is, is being able to separate that, especially with smartphones today where your Mm -hmm. office is always with you. And when you're an entrepreneur, you're working 24 hours a day, having that ability to just say, this is kid time and not like answering the phone being like, Hey, sorry, I'm on kid time because I don't do that to me. That that's actually not professional. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nobody's business. Why I'm not available. And you know what, if I leave during the day to go to a kid's play, Cause like, you know, they're putting on something in the school. I just say, I have an engagement. I'm not available mm-hmm. at that time. I'm in a meeting, whatever yeah. it is, you know, Oh, I have my kids um, dance recital. that. Like, no, separate. Yes. Cause you're not being hired for that. You're not being hired to know about your personal life. You're being hired as a business consultant or you're being hired as a professional. And when you merge those two worlds of one's personal life with one's business, unfortunately that I agree with you, that's not professional. Yeah. And again, for some people it works. You know, they have that kind of like kitchen table type of business and their prices are set accordingly. It's a different kind of a brand. Mm-hmm. If you want to portray like you are a professional company, you know, I, when I had a I think twice when I had a child, like my last two children, I did not tell my clients I was pregnant. A lot of them meet me only on video conference. Even my clients who are local in Los Angeles, they're like, <laughs> wait, 
don't you work with a bunch of people like in New York and in England? I'm like, yeah. They're like, so can we just meet on video conference also? Because it's like a 20 minute drive. Like, <laughs> That's sure. perfect. I love so it. That's people perfect. People who, you know, are 15 minutes away from me had no idea. And I remember one client called me, I don't know, I think the baby was like a month or two old at the time. And he's like, oh, so how's your summer been? I said, good. I had a child. And he's like, what? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not going to tell you because you get nervous. People get nervous. Mm-hmm. And especially for women, sure. I think it's much harder. Um, you know, people get nervous. Oh, what, is she going to be available? Like I have a staff. So yeah, someone will be available someone for be available, you. Yeah. And if I was traveling for a week, so what? You know, I don't need to tell you where I've been and what I've done. Mm-hmm. And for my kids, I don't need the work to enroach on their time. I think the hardest part is as your business takes off and is successful to keep that family, still give it space, give it priority. Yes. Yeah. For your spouse and not putting him on the spot at all, but just for some of the people listening who may have spouses who are entrepreneurs, who are trying to do both things as far as being a parent, as well as being an entrepreneur, what advice would you give the spouse who is supportive? When you have a family and you have a business, so you already have two full-time jobs, right? Children are a full-time job. Any kind of a business is more than a full-time job. And uh, I think it's hard to still pay attention to your spouse and your marriage you know, especially because, you know, when you're in business and if you're successful, it means your clients and your customers love you. Yeah. Right. Or at least they like you a lot and they're very positive, you know, and they're, they're seeing you at your best. Very often you're seeing them at their best. They're paying you for your time. And then you get home and your spouse is like, you forgot to wash the dish. And you're like, listen, (laughs) buddy. All right. I'm important. I have people who like me, who want to listen to me, you know, or, you know, the spouse will say something and you'll try to give them advice. And then, um, if you're the kind of person like me who gives advice for a living that people pay for, um, to help them. And then, you know, (laughs) you tell your spouse and they're like, listen, I don't really want to hear from you right now. (laughs) That's true. Yes. (laughs) That could be very, very challenging for a marriage. Yes. Um, and just forget about the time commitment. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm sitting at night and I'm, I'm working, I'm trying to knock things out because, you know, I'm working all day and then I'm with the kids all afternoon. And then at night I'm like, you know, crunching that last little bit. And the spouse is kind of like hovering, you know, Hey, I wanted to show you this thing. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Clickety clack, clickety clack, clickety clack. Um, you know, and, and to be able to just put down the phone, close up the computer. And I just did this the other day and turn around and say, Hey, Looks like you want to spend time right now. Should we just go chill on the couches for a little bit? I like that. You know, it's so, I'm not going to say it's easy. It's not mm-hmm. always easy. I mean, it helps if you, if you like your spouse. Hopefully you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that, yeah. Um, especially when you're in that, that growing family stage mm-hmm. or you've got any struggles with the kids, you've got struggles with financials, whatever it is. And, and all marriages, I think, struggle. It's part of what makes them beautiful. It's part of what makes them strong. Mm-hmm taking out that time, seeing your relationship as your, with your spouse as least as important as the relationship with your business and your children, if not more. Cause at the end of the day, you know, when I launched my podcast, I have been working on it for like months and months and I hand built that website, um, that you can check me out on sdrn.com. And I was working on it, you know, nights and nights and I had my team supplement, but I did the main vision for it and the yeah. content. And I put so much into it and me and these guys did tons of time energy and the day that my show was going to go live my phone had a hardware crash oh no i didn't even drop it i was sitting and scrolling through my social media feed and everything went black and it wouldn't turn Mm. on again 
and I couldn't reach anybody and I couldn't do my launch strategy and I couldn't do Facebook Live, (laughs) I couldn't do anything. And I missed my client meeting because, you know, they couldn't WhatsApp me and they couldn't find me and nobody could reach me because they couldn't call me because I had no phone because my my office phone line also runs through my cell phone. Uh. I was bootlegging it through an online service and emailing people, but no one checks their email anymore. And nobody (laughs) could get to me. And I came home that day just feeling, you know, broken. And my children ran to the door and they're like, mommy, mommy. And my husband comes in. He's like, hey, how's it going? And I was just, I almost broke down in tears. Mm. So at the end of the day, the people who missed my meetings at work, you know, if I disappear for three days a week, like they'll be a little annoyed, but they'll be like, oh, whatever. She's yeah. a flake, you know, yeah. but my family <laughs> will understand what you're telling research. me. Yeah. yeah. Like, and you know, my husband, most of all, they're the ones that really care at the end of the mm-hmm. day. And so keeping that as a, as a forefront like in your mind, that these are the people that are most important at the end of the day, yes, the business is great. And you know, it bolsters your ego while it beats up your ego, <laughs> all mm-hmm. of that whole combination. Yeah. And you know, hopefully you love what you do. I do. And it's super fulfilling at the end of the day, family is what's going to stick by you. And when I see old couples, I'm always like, I want to be like them, Yeah, I I be like little, yeah. but there's a lot of work to get there and ignoring your spouse in the building gears, you're not going to end up there. You're going to be one of those bickering old couples. Mm-hmm. So I think that's so important to keep it as a priority. And it is a hard balance. I'm not going to yeah. say it's easy. Just priority being spouse, kids, business means you never get out of whack. I like that. And that's a really good way to compartmentalize that and to prioritize that. Thank you. Give us an example of a time and you're like, I just can't do this. I just want to quit. Oh, okay. So after one of my children was born, Mm -hmm. I had been very sick throughout the pregnancy. So I basically didn't work for about six months. That was a a problem for the income. Um, And I still had overhead. I have my staff. I have my office rent. I was barely getting into the office. I I really like children. (laughs) I really (laughs) like them better on the other side, like out of my body, that side. Uh, They're very, very cute there. And I get get very sick. Pregnancy is very hard for me. And so the business had been, it didn't die, but it was withering. It was was very, very Mm -hmm. quiet. It was drying up, yeah. And uh, I had one of my key staff people was due to have a baby exactly when I was ready to come back from my quote unquote maternity leave, which by the way, like in the delivery room, I'm like answering emails, but whatever. (laughs) Um, But I wasn't like officially in office. And so the day I came back from my quote unquote maternity leave, I'm back in the office for the first time was the day after one of my key staff people had a baby. Mm. I had no client meetings. I had nothing lined up. I had already been in business at that point for about six and a half years. And I was like, no one will notice if I just disappear. Mm. I just let this go. Yeah. You know, like my staff is out. <laughs> okay, so there are other people, but like my main person was not around. There were no clients to meet. And for me, that was just like, oh my gosh, there's no clients. Mm-hmm. There's no business. <laughs> like, what do I do? You know, um, and I, I won't even say I seriously considered it. It was more like, you know, I don't think option. that yeah. depression. Yeah. I don't think that depression is logic. Mm-hmm. I think you get into that black hole and you can't see light, yeah. you know, cause everything you see is black and empty and you're just like, no one cares. Mm-hmm. No one cares if I show up here. No one's going to care if I like, I don't want to keep hustling anymore. Like it's exhausting. I yeah, built really this is. thing yeah. already. You know, I built it once and then I moved countries and I built it again. And now, you know, it already got, it almost died again because I was sick and I got to build it again. Like, are you joking? <laughs> uh, but I yeah. did. 
Yeah, and obviously today you're incredibly successful. In my field, we have what's called emotional forecasting. And so what we do is when we have this snapshot of this is horrible, this is this black hole that you talked about, we will forecast that particular snapshot into the future and say it's always going to be like this. And when we do that, we can't, we don't have any perspective. We don't have the ability to say this is simply literally a snapshot. Tomorrow, something could actually change. And so that struggle that we have with that emotional forecasting can often really stop a lot of entrepreneurs entrepreneurs from moving beyond that black hole to simply say, tomorrow's a new day. Sometimes even just with a little bit of sleep, we have a completely different perspective the next day. Totally. And for me, it was very helpful because I had built it before, Mm -hmm. you know, so that flip of, oh my gosh, I got to build this again to, hey, I built it before I can build it again. Exactly. Which is great because you have that snapshot or you have that data from your past. Data Mm -hmm. from our past always will give us the resilience, the insight, the strength we need because we've experienced this before. If we overcame it, which we did, then we can overcome it again. So great for you to find that insight, that find that reframe. And clearly you're incredibly successful today. (laughs) Thanks. It has been an awesome time having you on my show today, Essie. If my listeners would like to find out more information about you and all the amazing things you're doing, I know you have a new podcast that you just started. Where will they find this information online? Okay, so you can go to estirand.com, E-S-T-I-E-R-A-N-D.com. There's a lot of cool stuff there and business resources and my podcast, Business Breakthrough with SD Rand, wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Google, Stitcher. All the above. Awesome. All the above. Sorry, I tripped on that one. <laughs> That's fine. It's such a pleasure meeting you, SD. Have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, James. This was great. I also want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever port you joined with us today, or please go to my website where you may sign up for my free newsletter, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, or you may enroll in the Lifeology Academy where you can take self-directed courses which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. If you'd like to personally work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, simply visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support and I'll talk to you soon.